Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Speaker Mike Johnson makes the trek to Mar-a-Lago. Number two, GOP fundraising woes. And number three, Senate Republicans not looking to endorse Trump anytime soon. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Congress is out uh, just days before Thanksgiving, but Speaker Mike Johnson finds himself on the campaign fundraising trail. Not surprising uh, given his new elevated role, but also making that kind of infamous trek to Mar-a-Lago to see former President Donald Trump. Yeah, uh, what do you do when you're in South Florida? You could go to (laughs) South Beach. You could go to, you know, do any number of things. Or and and you could go to both. both. You could go to Mar-a-Lago to see former President Trump. Now, officially, uh, Johnson was at Mar-a-Lago for a fundraiser for Gus Bilirakis, a... um, longtime member of the House of Representatives who uh, was having a fundraiser at Mar-a-Lago, as House Republicans are are oftentimes want to do. Um, and he saw the former president who lives at Mar-a-Lago. Um, so uh, surprised? No, I'm not surprised at all. Um, I, I had heard rumblings that Mr. Johnson was in South Florida. And I remember... Um, uh, this is a good segue into the next part of our top, Anna, which is um, uh, NRCC fundraising numbers. But right now, Anna, and let's just stop and we don't have to talk about Trump anymore because um, he's not terribly dispositive to uh, uh, Johnson's fundraising abilities. But what Johnson has to do right now is he has to create relationships with a lot of these big time Republican donors because there's two th- effectively three entities Johnson has to fundraise for the NRCC, the uh, National Republican Congressional Committee, and then CLFAAN, the super PAC nonprofit uh, uh concern that House Republicans raise unlimited funds into. Now, of course, Johnson can't raise unlimited funds, but he could appear in front of these donors to raise unlimited funds. Um, He is spending a lot of time in the um, getting to know donors. And that's an important thing. And guess what, Anna? There's a lot of Republican donors in South Florida these days. I know that um, oh, just reporting from the last couple of years uh, on Kevin McCarthy, the former House Speaker, they spent he and his political operations spent a lot of time in places like Palm Beach, especially in the winter in Naples, uh, across the state of Florida, uh, where there's just a lot of Republican money, a lot of Republican seats, a lot of um, uh, interest in keeping the House red. Going to be very interesting to see if there was more of a readout from that meeting between Johnson and Trump. Both camps silent uh, when we asked what they might might have been talking about or how the meeting went, uh, to your point. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning, which is the House GOP money woes. Um, we have talked a lot about this, uh, you and I together, and also on this podcast about just the challenges that Mike Johnson faces coming into uh, a very 
competitive election cycle. Uh, it's always hard when the presidency is up, when the Senate is up, uh, for, for majorities up for possible changing hands. A lot of people think that Senate Republicans have the best shot uh, in the past couple of cycles to secure the majority. And so, so much money is going to those races, uh, which is always difficult, right? But now you have the uh, the news here that there not only has been fear uh, about uh, what the NRCC, the fundraising arm of the Republicans in the House, uh, whether or not they were going to hit rock bottom or not following the chaos of Kevin McCarthy's ouster and Mike Johnson's ascension. But it didn't, actually. They did raise a report. They're going to be reporting $5 million in October with while spending $3.8 million. Not great, but also not totally dire. No, it's not great, um, but they made their budget, which is a, a big, <laughs> they didn't go into the red here. They they raised more money than they spent. Interestingly enough, Josh Holmes, the close advisor to Mitch McConnell and uh, also a podcaster. Uh, he has his own podcast um, uh, on, on politics, on Republican politics. Josh Holmes said, you know, he was surprised that they even were able to raise more than they spent given all the, the stuff that happened in October. And that stuff included ousting one speaker, taking three weeks to put another speaker in place. Now, listen, the NRCC at this point in the 22 cycle raised 9.7 million and 10 million in the 2020 cycle. So they're, they're clearly slowing down and behind the eight ball here. Um, and also, they're getting rocked, rocked, smacked around by the DCCC, which is just raised $8.1 million, has $47 million on hand. The NRCC has $37 million on hand. But listen, Anna, the this is only a, a sliver of the picture. CLF and AAN and the Demo- their Democratic counterpart, which is House Majority PAC, are... Um, as big, if not bigger, of uh, a part of the of the House political landscape these days. Um, it's much more efficient, according to Republicans and Democrats, to raise in big sums for uh, a super PAC rather than raising in you know relatively small sums for uh, the NRCC, DCCC, or uh, a joint fundraising committee. But listen, they raised five, spent three point eight. That's House Republicans. Um, they raised about a million two from House Republicans. Republican members. So um, about 20% of their of their raise, 25% of their raise came from House Republican members. Um, but listen, they they got past their worst month without the bottom completely falling out. Let's go to the number three story of the morning. The big question from Andrew Desiderio. Will Trump's skeptical GOP senators find a new 2024 candidate? Senator Tim Scott was the only GOP presidential candidate not named Donald Trump to have endorsements from Republican senators who aren't from the candidate's home state. Now that Scott has suspended his campaign, the South Carolina's Republicans, two backers in the Senate, don't find themselves in any rush to find a new candidate to support. Jake, what say you? Listen, I I, I think a lot of senators, we wrote about this a couple months ago when Tim Scott got in, but a lot of senators felt like um, Tim Scott was... Uh, a safe ground for them, which is why John Thune, the number two Senate Republican, and, and I, it might be too far to say a tastemaker, but definitely somebody that people respect in the House, in the Senate Republican Conference. That's why he endorsed him. Um, he was somebody that they all knew they could lay a claim that they actually, you know, were close to him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if 
I, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if one of two two things happens, which are the only two obvious outcomes here. They sit on the sidelines, people like Jim Rish, who uh, Andrew talked to in Halifax, and John Thune, who Andrew and I both talked to together um, last week, I guess it was. I wouldn't be surprised if they back Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley's also safe um, safe space here uh, for the uh, uh, the Trump skeptics. I also wouldn't be surprised if they just sit it out. Um, you know, there is a uh, uh, this is a they don't like Trump and Thune will not be endorsing Trump unless he's the nominee, which we assume he will be at this point. At least that's what the polls suggest. So, you know, that's the that's that is where we are. And um, that's where I assume uh, I assume Thune will will not endorse Trump until it's time that he's the nominee. There we go with that. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Hope you're having a great holiday week. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it with friends. Tell them about us. It's the best way for folks to find out about our podcast. You can also subscribe to our morning newsletter and go deeper on everything we talk about this morning and more in our free morning newsletter coming into your inbox Monday through Friday. All it takes is an email. You can sign up at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.